Psalms chapter 12. If you have your Bibles tonight and want to read with us, I hope you do. I appreciate it very much. And God might bless the service tonight. Uh, it's just good to be here. Good to be in the house of the Lord. That was a great song. I like that song. Amen. It sure would. Y'all done a good job. And uh, uh, I'm going to help you one of these days. I don't know when yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. They hadn't wrote anything in for me yet. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. All right. Stand with me, please. Psalm chapter 12. He says, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the unfaithful or for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity or emptiness, every one with his neighbor. With flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue uh, that speaketh proud things. Who have said, With our tongue we will prevail, our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now will I rise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou uh, shalt keep them, O uh, Lord. Uh, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Sounds like today, doesn't it? Father, we come, I pray you might bless your word now and just help me to remember things I've read and studied and I pray that God, your will be done tonight. Lord, bless your word, Father, tonight. We ask it in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. I wore my uh, Trump tie tonight, if y'all want to know who I stand for, okay? <laughs> they can't get over him, can they? It's on the news every day uh, about something and, and uh, it just... Uh, uh, it, it's amusing, isn't it, uh, what, how fo folks do things. The faithful fail. Uh, there in this chapter, there's two or three different ways I've used this down through the years, but uh, tonight I'm going to use it a little bit different, and hopefully it'll help you a little bit. The faithful fail. These are not the down and out. These are some of God's best. They are the uh, uh, bus workers, the Sunday school teachers, the deacons, the preachers, and these are the faithful that I'm talking about uh, tonight and try to encourage you the best I can. Now, here are some of the ones that, uh, the faithful that fail. Abraham uh, was a hero of faith, the Bible says, but uh, he failed. And uh, Moses, the leader, the meekest man, the Bible says, and, and he also failed. And uh, Aaron was a spokesman for uh, 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 Moses, but he failed as well. And we know that David was a man after God's own heart. Acts chapter 13, verse 22, but he failed. Peter was on the inner circle of the disciples, and uh, but he also failed. All these men, uh, men of God, men that uh, uh, that knew God, that walked with the Lord, that understood things of God, and, and sometime in their life, uh, they uh, let God down and let themselves down, and we're going to kind of see the uh, circumstances here uh, of their uh, failing. I, I don't know about you, but I've known people uh, that have done that. I've known preachers that uh, have took, taken out on God and failed. Some of them come back, some of them did not. Uh, some of them went on their own way and uh, they uh, paid for their consequences of it. Uh, but uh, uh, the reason they failed, first of all, we see that uh, Abraham failed because 
He got discouraged. And, and you know what? A lot of times folks get discouraged uh, when they uh, are not doing uh, what God wants them to do or maybe they uh, are doing uh, things that God wants them to do, but yet for some reason or another, uh, they just kind of uh, lost out or just kind of let their guard down for some reason or another. And there in Genesis 15, verses 2 through 5, uh, the Word of God says, And Abram, which is Abraham, said, Lord God, what will thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eleazar of Damascus. In other words, uh, I, I've got a servant here uh, that um, uh, that he can be uh, my uh, adopted son. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, uh, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own uh, bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars that thou be able to number them. And uh, and he uh, said unto him, So shall thy seed be. He was trying to encourage him the best he could. And and uh, he was going to be an old man and uh, about like me. And, and uh, uh, so they were childless. God said, I'm going to give you a son. I'm going to give you one. You just be patient and hold on. And I'm going to give you a son. Look out there. Can you count the stars of, the, of heaven? And uh, uh, trying to encourage him. But for some reason or another, he did not take that encouragement. And uh, then uh, Moses, he got angry. He disobeyed, the Bible says, uh, in uh, the book of Numbers in uh, chapter 20. Uh, there in the Word of God. He just got uh, all bent out of shape and, and got mad and, uh, at the children of Israel. And, and if you and I have studied the Bible, which we have, uh, we can kind of understand why that he got mad uh, uh, over the things that were going on uh, there in that time. And he says in chapter 20, uh, in verse 11, uh, the Bible says there in the Word of God, And Moses lifted up his hand, and with his rod he smote the rock twice, and the water came out abundantly, and the congregation drank, and their uh, beasts also. Now, what did God say to him? God said, uh, Moses, you speak to the rock, uh, but because that he was so mad, so angry, uh, that uh, uh, that he went up, uh, had the congregation together around, and he uh, uh, smote the rock. Now, water had to come out, and because God already said it was going to. It had to come out. And so it did gush out, but Moses disobeyed God. Well, sometimes we do things we're mad when we are mad uh, that we regret later, don't we? We all do. I, I've said things. Uh, when I got mad, I'd say things that I shouldn't have said, and later I would regret it. And uh, I'd get mad at somebody over something, and, and then later I would regret it. I uh, remember once, and I had several occasions of this, I, uh, I used to be an angry person. Uh, before God saved me, I was just mad. I stayed mad all the time. Uh, just upset about anything would upset me and get me mad and give me excuse to drink. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, so I, uh, I just stayed that way. I was mad uh, because of the way I was raised. I was mad uh, because we were poor folks. I was mad uh, because I felt like people looked down on us. I was mad uh, because of, of a lot of things in my life until God saved me. And when God saved me, he began to take that anger out of my life. And uh, it didn't happen overnight, but it happened real soon because I didn't want to be that way anymore. 
I didn't want to be mad all the time anymore. You see what I'm saying? Uh, here in the Word of God. And then uh, uh, Aaron, he was misinformed. Uh, there in Exodus in chapter, uh, let's see, uh, Exodus uh, chapter 32, verse 4. The Bible says there in the Word of God uh, that uh, uh, he was misinformed about some things and uh, they began to say uh, Moses up on the mountain and God was giving him the Ten Commandments. We stayed for 40 days and 40 nights. And so the people said, Moses not coming back. He ain't going to come back. We might as well just take over. And Aaron, we appoint you uh, to take over uh, here. And, and here's what happened in uh, uh, Exodus 32, verse 4. The Bible says in the Word of God, and uh, uh, I'm in the wrong chapter. I'll get it here in just a moment. Uh, in, uh, uh, in the Word of God, and I will get it and hold on. All righty. Uh, chapter uh, 32, verse 4. Okay, I got it. And he said, and he received them at his hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, these be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And, and you know, later uh, he lied to uh, Moses about it. He said, the thing just made itself. I told it in the fire and it just made itself. Use an excuse. You know, when we sin against God, when we do things we know is not right, we can begin to make excuses, don't we? Why? Uh, why this happened? Well, so-and-so done something to me and, and I did this or, or life is just not fair and so I just done this, you know. Well, you know, uh, uh, I have to have some kind of a crutch and this is why I do what I do. And so uh, we use all kinds of excuses uh, why we do the things we do, don't we? We all do. And uh, so that's what Aaron did. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, Aaron crossed the line. I'm going to tell you something tonight, folks. I don't know where that line is. I don't have any idea where it is, but I believe it can be crossed. I believe it can be crossed by a saved person as well as a lost person. And uh, so, uh, you know, and you know what happened to David? David got lazy. You know, a lot of Christians get lazy, don't they? And, uh, you know, they make excuses why uh, they uh, uh, do the things that do. And, you know, I'm just tired and, and all that. And, and uh, boy, I didn't know what tired was till I reached about 70. And uh, I started feeling it pretty good uh, by that time. Uh, but I'm telling you uh, that we all do. But David wasn't tired. He's just lazy. And here's what happened to him in Second uh, Samuel chapter 11, verse 1. And it came to pass, after the year was expired, at the time when kings go forth uh, to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged uh, Rabbi, but David tarried still at Jerusalem. David ought to have been out there with them. He was supposed to be out there with them. He's a king. He was a leader. And he was supposed to be out there with them. Uh, but instead of him going, I'm going to lay around here at the house for a while. And, uh, uh, and you see what happened to him, as we'll see in a few minutes there. And then uh, there's Peter, old Peter. Man, there's been a lot of sermon preached about old Peter, hasn't it? I mean, I'm telling you. Uh, but he thought he was stronger than he was. He was overconfident. You ever see people like that? Overconfident. Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to follow the Lord no matter what. I don't care who uh, uh, tries to knock me down. I don't care what the devil does. I don't care what the preacher said. I don't care what the deacon said. I don't care what the Sunday school teacher said. I I'm telling you right now, uh, there ain't nobody going to knock me down. But the devil will get you, amen? 
If you're not careful, he'll get you. And uh, that's found in, in Matthew 26. I want to read that one as well. Uh, Matthew chapter uh, 26 and uh, verse uh, number 31, uh, 26, 31. In the Word of God, this is my new Bible, and I should have brought my old Bible, because uh, I can't go fast enough with this new Bible, and uh, maybe that'll give you time to catch your breath a little bit. In Matthew chapter 26, uh, in uh, uh, verses 31 through 35, the Bible says in the Word of God, uh, here, very plainly, now, uh, Jesus was about to go to the cross, and he was trying to explain to them uh, that he was going to be gone. Uh, for a while, and they just couldn't get it. He said in verse 31, Jesus said to them, All you shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the, she smite the shepherd, and the sheep, uh, 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 blah, 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 I'll get it out in a minute, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am uh, risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because he, yet will I never be offended. You ain't going to offend me, I'm telling you right now, Lord. I'm we all the way, amen. You've heard that, haven't you? If you've been a pastor, you've heard it. Jesus said unto him, uh, uh, Peter answered and said to him, uh, all that, uh, that. And verse 34 says, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice or three times. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not be deny thee. Likewise also said all. All the disciples. They was right behind him. Yeah, you're right, Peter. We're going to sit right there. We're going to stay with you all the way. No matter what, we're going to be right there with you. But come to find out they weren't worthy. And so you can get overconfident. Now the results of their failure. We see, first of all, in uh, Genesis in uh, chapter uh, let's see, uh, uh, chapter 16. Genesis uh, chapter 16. We see what happened there. And you know what? That sin is still in effect today. After all these thousands of years, it's still going on right now. In Genesis chapter 16, in uh, verse 11 and 12, uh, there the Word of God uh, tells us very plainly about that. I, I just wish I'd have brought my other Bible. And uh, he uh, says there uh, in the Word of God in chapter 16, I'll get it out here in just a moment. Y'all hold on, okay? And, and uh, just uh, help me here just a little bit. Uh, I can't get the pages apart. I'm going to have to start using this Bible more, uh, I guess. But in uh, chapter uh, number 16, verse 11 and 12, he said in the word of God, he said, the angel of the Lord said unto her, behold, thou art with child and shall bear a son and shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord hath heard thy affliction and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man and every man's hand against him and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Who is that? That's the Arab nation. Amen. Right now, uh, all these thousands here, they've been fighting against Israel and they're fighting against the world even tonight. And uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, like I said, uh, 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 Abraham got discouraged and because that his wife said okay honey here's what I'm going to do I'm going to let you have uh, our maidservant Hagar and she'll bear you a son and so she did 
Well, uh, that made Sarah mad, and, it, and uh, she run her off. She was jealous and run her off, but God saw her out there and said, you go back and you be under her uh, 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 as uh, your master. And uh, so she did, uh, but uh, she bare a son. His name was uh, Emish, uh, uh, what is wrong with me tonight? I can't say nothing. Ishmael, and uh, and so uh, uh, he will be a wild man, the Bible says, and he's still a wild man today. And they don't care anything about human life whatsoever. And our nation has turned their back on a lot of folks because of that. And I, I'm really discouraged about that. I'm really upset about it that our own nation have turned against people. Did you know there's uh, missionaries that are still in Afghanistan that's trapped there that can't get out? Did you know there's a lot of Christians uh, in Afghanistan that didn't get to get out uh, tonight? And they're being persecuted and killed and all kinds of things tonight because this ungodly bunch right from Abraham on down have been nothing but an uh, evil, uh, ungodly nation. Amen? Yeah, ungodly. We see that. And so uh, Moses didn't enter the promised land. In the book of Numbers, uh, uh, there in the Word of God, we see also uh, that his result of uh, uh, his failure, uh, there he says in chapter 20, uh, in uh, verse number 12, chapter 20 in verse 12, uh, or the uh, numbers, okay? Verse 12 says in the Word of God, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, Because ye believe me not to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore ye should not bring this congregation in the land which I have given them. All that time, Moses uh, put up with their arguing uh, and their boasting and their uh, mumbling, their grappling and complaining. Uh, the three million Jews uh, that he led uh, out of Egypt. And uh, of that three million, probably a handful uh, that uh, will stay true to the Lord. But the rest of them just griped and complained and mumbled all the time. And finally, Moses couldn't take it no more. And he disobeyed God. And because he disobeyed God in his anger, he did not get to go in the promised land. Isn't that sad? That's sad, isn't it? That he didn't get to go in the promised land. So we know what happened to uh, Aaron. Aaron, uh, God's judgment on Israel. There in verse 24 uh, of that same chapter, the Bible says, And Aaron shall be gathered unto his people, for he shall not enter in the land which I have given unto the children of Israel, because ye rebelled against my word at the water of Meribah. So uh, Aaron and Moses, neither one, got to go in the promised land. Aaron died right up there when God was talking to him. Moses died later. And, and so Aaron didn't, didn't get to come back uh, uh, down, but uh, uh, Moses did. So we'll see that. Now, what about uh, uh, David? Well, what a sad story it is about David, uh, what he uh, did, and, and how uh, that things went to, uh, really, really wrong in David's life. And as we see there in Second uh, Samuel, in uh, uh, chapter uh, 12, I believe it is, Second Samuel chapter 12, 
uh, there you'll see it. If you'll mark it in your Bible, uh, you will see what I'm talking about here. Because he says there in verse 14, uh, in the Word of God, uh, he really starts about verse 8, but I'm going to go on down to verse 14. He said, uh, this is Nathan talking to him. And he said, how be it? Because this deed uh, thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also that is born to thee shall surely die. You see, David disobeyed God as well, committed adultery, committed murder, and uh, tried to hide it all, tried to hide every bit of it. Uh, but God knew about it. And he went to Nathan and said, Nathan, you go to David and you tell him uh, what he's done. And so he did. And Nathan said, and he read all those things, what God had done for him and how he blessed him and, and how he'd helped him to be delivered from his enemies and, and from Saul. Saul tried to kill him several times and, and God delivered him from Saul and all of that and made him king over Israel and Judah and, and uh, was a great man of God, a great warrior and, and conqueror uh, that he was. Uh, yet he made one fatal mistake that he uh, uh, committed adultery and murder. And God said, because you've done this thing, you've given great occasion for your enemies to blaspheme God. You know, that happens even today, doesn't it? It sure does leaders around the country, pastors and, and, and uh, lay people in the church, they take out on God and do some ungodly things, and, be, and then they might get right with the Lord like David did, uh, but uh, uh, they've done caused the damage. You see what I'm saying? The damage has been done. And because the damage is done, I've heard this many times. I remember uh, when uh, uh, there was a preacher that, uh, and I liked him and, uh, and all that, but I can't think of his name now. My, my, I, my mind's gone. I, I'm just mush, okay? And I can't think things like I used to. Uh, but Jimmy Swaggered. Now, I know we're on live. I don't care. You see, I, I've learned something. I'm 75 years old, Mark. I'd say anything I want to. Amen. 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 I do anyway, I always have, but I, I've got an excuse now. I'm just an old man. Uh, but I remember when he fell. You all remember, some of you older folks remember that, when he fell? The next day on the job, I was confronted by uh, two or three different people. Well, look at that preacher, he fell. You know, uh, why should I go to church? And, you know, folks that I'd witnessed to and talked to about Jesus. And so, uh, folks, we uh, when we do things like that, we cause uh, uh, the world to blaspheme God. You need to be careful about your life uh, tonight. Then Peter, what did he do? He went fishing. Yeah. He went fishing. The Bible tells us there uh, in John, in, in chapter uh, 20, I believe it is, John chapter 20, uh, where the Bible says, uh, 21, uh, John chapter 21, we see what the Bible says, what he done, and what else he do there. Well, let's see what he done. The Bible says in uh, uh, verse, uh, uh, verse 3, uh, he says the word of God. And Simon Peter uh, said unto them, now this is after, uh, this is after he had blasphemed God. Or when he had denied God, I'm sorry. When he denied God, he said, I go fishing. They said unto him, we also go with thee. They went forth and entered a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. When you disobey God, when you get out of God's will, you can pray all you want to, you ain't going to get nothing. Now, I know that's bad English, but I'm just being real straight with you. If you're, in, if you're not in God's will and you've got sin in your life, unconfessed sin, when you pray and God ain't going to answer that prayer, I'm going to tell you that right now. Do you make things right with God? Okay. Then the last uh, thing that we will share with you here, what 
do we do when we fail? Well, I'll tell you what Abraham done. The Bible says, uh, you, like Abraham, you repent and begin to look for a city whose builder and maker is God. Hebrews 11.10. You repent of your sin and you begin to look for uh, the city whose builder and maker is God. What do you do about Moses? When you, you'll train up a, a leader to take your place and climb the highest mountain and see what you could have had. That's in Numbers 27. The Bible says you can climb up the mountain. You can see what you could have had if you had not disobeyed God. Oh, folks, what a, what, how many blessings we miss by not trusting God, by not believing him tonight. And then uh, also Aaron, God judged him. He went too far. He died. Aaron died. It's like I said a while ago, you can cross God's line. I don't know where that is. I don't know how far you got to go, how far you got to push God before God says, okay, that's enough. I've had enough. You ever seen Christians that uh, took out on God and they died? I mean, they just died, didn't they? Why did they die? A lot of folks don't know why they died. I do, because they took out on God. And they weren't used to God anymore. And uh, so we don't ever want to be there. And then uh, uh, what about David? Well, I'll tell you what you do. Oh, David, you write Psalm 51. Amen? Read that for yourself sometime. Psalm 51. Uh, uh, David wrote that psalm. You know what? God forgave David. He forgave him. Now, uh, he didn't lose his salvation, but he lost his joy of his salvation. And he said part of, in Psalm 51, uh, God restore the joy to thy salvation. You see, it's not our salvation. It's God's salvation given to us. Amen. He, he lost his joy. Folks, I've seen a lot of people down through the years have absolutely lost their joy because they took out on God. It's a pitiful sight to see a person that's been saved by the grace of God when they get old, the shape that they're in. Miserable shape, ungodly shape that they're in. And so uh, uh, what do you do if you're Peter? You go out and weep bitterly, repent, and then go back to serving God. You, you believe me, uh, there in Acts chapter 2, the Bible says when the Spirit of God came in that place, he got up and began to preach the Word of God, and 3,000 were saved in one day Amen. because he had the Spirit of God on him in his life. He repented. The Bible says he went out and he wept bitterly. Sometimes we've got to weep bitterly uh, for God to hear us and answer our prayer tonight. You know, it's not a just a haphazard prayer, not just a, a, like my little great-grandson uh, uh, prays at, uh, at uh, lunchtime or supper time. Uh, Thank you for our food. It's getting late. Let's eat. Amen. That's what, <laughs> uh, he don't say that. I'm sorry. Um, that's a joke, okay? That's a joke. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, he don't hear that kind of prayer. When you sin against God, then you've sinned against heaven, and you've transgressed God's law. You've broken his law when you sin against God, and God expects you to get on your face somewhere and repent of that sin in earnest, in sincerity, and God will answer that prayer. Amen? He'll answer those prayers. Listen, a lot of folks fail, don't they? A lot of them do in their life. And, and I'm going to tell you something. It's not hard to do. It's something that's not hard to do. You can get discouraged. You can get angry. You can go out and do things you, know, you thought you'd never do. You can be like old Peter. You can uh, uh, say, I'm not going to be that way. I, I'm confident that I'm going to stay with the Lord. Be careful because the devil will test you on that saying. He'll test you hard on it.